And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why we need to abandon this ridiculous podcast and embrace one that truly shows what it means to be Canadian. This is the Loading Ready Run.com podcast for July 3rd, 2008. Canadian edition. Extra Canadian. This is a ridiculous podcast. Can we get my extra Canadian with bacon? Oh, extra Canadian. Canadian bacon? Bacon. bacon. Not oh. Canadian bacon. I know. No, yeah. Yes. We don't have a thing called Canadian bacon. We call it ham. Yeah. The thing that you call Canadian bacon, <laughs> bacon is we call ham. ham. <laughs> or back bacon. Yes. Or bacon. Yeah, bacon. 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 I don't know why it's Canadian bacon. I don't know. Nanaimo bars, though, those are the shit. Anyway. Yeah. Because the bacon's so good, it has to be Canadian. Right. right. True. That's Nanaimo true. bars... Surprisingly enough, not called just bars in Nanaimo. Right? <laughs> really? But that'd be awesome. You know, when I, was, when I was in Copenhagen... i like a here bar, please. When I was in Copenhagen, I was looking all over the place for a Danish, but I couldn't find, like, a Danish anywhere. Really? A Danish-Danish? Well, they they Danish? wouldn't call them Danishes anyway. Yeah. They would call them pastries, probably. I, I would assume. But I couldn't find a Danish-Danish. I wanted a picture of myself eating a Danish-Danish. That'd be good. <laughs> oh, well. It's probably for that exact reason why you can't find any. They're really tired of tourists that taking joke. pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's exactly. It was funny the first time, but pissing me off. Instead, I my sister is really into Friends, and so I found her the biggest fucking Toblerone I could find. It was uh, gigantic. They, they do. They make surprisingly large Toblerones. Yes. <laughs> so this week's video is the uh, is our yearly Canada Day special. Uh, the video that's not for you, in general. <laughs> It would seem. If you're Canadian, it is for you. Oh, yes, yeah. definitely, definitely. Uh, last year was the Heritage Minutes. Uh, let me see. Yeah, that one's pretty solid. Okay, the first one was Inventors of Canada. Yeah. Like, you know, like uh, yeah. the Canadian Inventions. Second one was I Am Not American. Yeah. yeah. Third one was Canada Man. That was sweet. And then last year was the Heritage Minute, the yeah. Heritage Minutes, and yeah. then, which brings us to uh, this year, which was the uh, our national anthem, or national anathema. Which is, I, I love that wonderful play on words. Jer uh, wrote the majority of the first half of this. They yeah, well, came, the original came up con- with the idea. The original yes. concept, had, yes, had but the, the original concept was slightly different. Mm-hmm. Um, in uh, when I was in grade twelve, we I went to a debating competition. I don't think I've told you guys even the story. Huh. Uh, I went to a debating competition so where a master debater. I, I am a master debater. In fact, I'm I'm highly lauded and awarded. Uh, I'm a decorated master debater. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so uh, we went to uh, my my debating partner Warren and I went to a, uh, a uh, debate somewhere, and it was, this is an impromptu debate. So you get your, you get your subject for debate, and uh, you get three different subjects, and one side chooses a subject, the other side chooses which side they're going to debate on it. So it'll be like, be it resolved that uh, dogs are better than cats or something like that. And the other side, one side chooses a topic, the other side chooses a side, and then you, you get five or ten minutes or something, depending on the debate to prepare, and then you just start debating. What is the point of that? Um, it's just to, to teach you to think on your feet. So yeah. that you can come up with a with a response to whatever people say, and frankly, it's like, public speaking and quick thinking and 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 debate. It's yeah. it teaches you how to make a well structured argument, and it mm-hmm. it's partially good because you're you're oftentimes arguing opposite your actual beliefs. So it teaches you to see all sides of the issue as well. Um, the uh, so one time we went to this. Um, we, we went to an impromptu debate, and we were given a number of topics, all of which blew. And the only one I can remember is um, the Canadian anthem should be replaced with the Star Wars theme. And so um, Warren and I, first of all, we, were, we chose that one, but then we were like, okay, if they choose that we have to argue for this, which obviously they would, 
Um, there's no way we can argue this. So we actually changed the definitions and changed the definition of Star Wars theme to define it as something else, but we were sneaky about it, so the other team didn't catch on, and then we spent the entire the entire debate arguing semantics as to what the Star Wars theme was. <laughs> um, even though in our definitions, well like the first part of a debate is you give definitions, and we had clearly defined the Star Wars theme as something other than the Star Wars theme. Nice. Um, but... Um, <laughs> define the Star Wars theme as the Canadian National Anthem. <laughs> well, no, Therefore, there's no question. But part of that was was we were sort of we sort of took this tack where we were like, okay, here are all the things that are wrong with the with the Canadian National Anthem, and uh, we were talking about this. So a little while ago, I was thinking about the fact that we had our, our Canada Day special coming coming up, which is surprising a surprising amount of forethought for us. Which is usually like, all right, what are we going to do for this week's video? Okay, we're going to do this. We'll shoot on Thursday. You're free. You're free. All right, cool. And then we pack up to leave the meeting, and someone's like. Wait, isn't it Canada Day next week? <laughs> oh, shit. So uh, it, it dawned on me, and I was like, hey, wait a minute. Like, in the middle of the night, boom, eyes flash open. I'm like, yeah, I can start, we can come up with a way of dissing the national anthem. And then the ending came came in, which originally was, I, I had pictured Paul standing, giving, like, at a, at, a, get, at a podium, giving something for a conference. And he basically says, this is why we need to throw out the national anthem. Here is our new national anthem. And he starts singing O Canada to the theme, or over the Star Wars theme, uh, really horribly. Um, and then it just cuts, like, ten seconds in. Um, which I figured we could get away with, because, I mean, it, it's satire, and, um, which incidentally has a different definition than parody, I discovered. Yeah, it But it, it's satire, um, and it's only, like, ten seconds, so I figured it would be okay. Um, but, um, I couldn't come to any of the meetings for the last few weeks, obviously, because I haven't been in the podcasts, and I was like, hey guys, here's my idea, um, but it's not finished, you need to come up with stuff for the video, and I don't even know if you're going to like the ending, so do what you will with it. And we did. Yes. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, we decided that, you know, it's like, well, as fun as it is for Canadians to make fun of themselves, it's one, it's something that we do very well, we should, you know, instead of just completely tearing apart our national anthem, we should maybe propose a better replacement. A counter plan. Yes, exactly. Uh, and the plan in this instance was um, I wanted to do something with what is generally considered by popular culture to be Canada's second national anthem, which is the Hockey Night in Canada opening theme. Which, unfortunately, uh, there has been some dispute over yeah. recently. Yeah, so for, for those who are listening from out of country, uh, Hockey Night in Canada is the show that plays whenever there is a hockey game on. On, on the, the CBC. On, on, yes, on the CBC. Which, which is, is our national broadcaster. Yes, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Yes. Uh, whenever they show a hockey game, it is Hockey Night in Canada. It, it, it doesn't matter been, what day of the week it is. And it's been going for, like, a really long like, time. Like, it's like 50 hockey, years. Hockey Night in Canada has been going for a really, really long time. And then, I don't know if the, this the theme song... Is, this theme, theme has is, been around for over 20 years. Yeah, and the theme has been, like... Hockey Night in Canada has been going on longer than the theme. But yeah, yeah. The theme, but the theme is very much connected. And, like, every... Like, da 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 Like, that... The music, everyone... Everybody, whether or not all Canadians know this, we're actually playing a game of Cranium Canadian Edition with an American and a guy from Australia. Me and my roommate were, and of course, not realizing realizing this is Canadium Edition Cranium. Canadium, uh, yes, Canadium. Nice. Uh, the steward is then picks up a card and says, "You have to hum the Hockey Night in Canada theme." And he goes, "What the hell is this? <laughs> this is unfairly biased against me." But so that's that's the kind of level of knowledge that people would be able to hum and know it and answer that question with no problems whatsoever, right? Graham, mm-hmm. when you did the marching band stuff in in high school, yeah, um, did they ever play the Hockey Night in Canada theme? I believe so. Because yeah, I know that we, we played it. Yeah, yeah once did. or twice. It'd be, it'd be like the equivalent of uh, you know waltzing Matilda for for Australians. Australians. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's it's not actually your anthem, but it's the one that people know. Yes. Um, 
So. What about Tiny or, Kangaroo Down sport for Australians? No. Or uh, America the Beautiful for yeah. US is kind of the same. Or Amazing Grace, they also use yeah, yeah. 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 So, so anyway, anyway, the anyway. conflict. Yeah, so recently, uh, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, it's, the person, it was composed for them, the actual, actual title of the piece of music is The Hockey Song, uh, and it was composed for them, and they pay a licensing fee every year to use it. No, nope, uh, they pay per game. Oh, right, sorry, per, right, per broadcast. They paid... Like 500 bucks a broadcast? Yeah, 500 bucks a broadcast, which over the course of the year was a pretty tidy sum of money. Several thousand dollars, yeah. Uh, it, was more, it was more like several yeah, was, hundred thousand dollars. Wasn't it 30,000 or something like that? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was like 30 grand a year or yeah. something for doing nothing. So, yeah. anyway, then the woman who composed it decided that she wanted $3 million for the rights in perpetuity, which would be fine if the CBC wasn't publicly funded. It's like it's like it's like televised NPR that isn't boring. Um, it's well to some people, it's not boring. Yes, I know. The so CBC anyway. runs a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, I mean they they CBC does some great stuff, but they are publicly funded. So yeah. they actually were able to offer like they they did offer. They're like, look, the best we got, we got like nine hundred grand. Like like we'll give you that, and she was like, no. So CTV, which is the which is Run. Canadian television, it's basically. The only thing we have comparing to one of the major networks, we have yeah. one major network, and it's CTV. Yeah, it's uh, not really very major. It's not that major. No. <laughs> uh, no, but they also, but CTV has a bunch of local stations, and they also own TSN in Canada, which is the sports network, which also shows hockey. And TSN is is actually sort of co-run by ESPN, I believe. Sort of. Sort of. Anyway, it's very gets very complicated. They ponied up the money and they bought it. So this thing that's been that's been associated with the CBC and Hockey Night in Canada for years and years and years and years and years is now being played on a totally, totally different station. Well, I'm, it will I'm be once hockey to, season starts. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, an American equivalent, but I... Could have been a lot worse. An American could have bought in this song. That would have yeah. been bad. Yeah. So, I mean, at least it's Canadian, but... Yeah. It's, it's a little it would be bit... like seeing the Olympics on VH1. <laughs> for all you Americans. Yeah, because... What was it? It's, it's NBC. It's always NBC that gets the Olympics. Yeah, right? yeah. So... So, so Although anyhow, the CBC doesn't even get the Olympics this in 2010. No, they, yeah. get, they get the Olympics this year, but not in 2010. Well, yeah, because the CBC can't afford to pay the rates they were asking. Exactly, which yeah, for so. us is okay because they're in our backyard. Yes, but but, but Brian Williams, I love that guy. They yeah, thaw him yeah. out every every, every two years and send anyhow, him to the Olympics. Well, we go on to a random tangent of anyway. media personalities. <laughs> so the happy Canada Day, everybody! Happy Canada Day, even happy though belated Canada Day. Happy Peter Bridge, though. Yes. So we figured, you know, Hockey Night in Canada theme would be a good thing to use, and we're like, and we should make it. You know, it'd be funny if we tear apart the theme and but don't actually present a viable, like a good replacement. It's just, you know, just like. Canada is awesome. I present, yeah, I presented it with the the uh, you know like we should do the Hockey Night in Canada team and just be like Canada is awesome, and Matt I think was like you should, you know, we've brand. got beer and beavers and stuff and just over the course of the next several minutes we we did that and we're like yeah okay we'll come up with something and then when I later explained to Matt what the actual lyrics were going to be he's like oh you actually used what we came up with at the meeting <laughs> yeah. like, yep that's what it's going to be which I really like. And then we uh, shot that very rapidly, actually, with yeah. uh, Bill running the dolly and um, everyone else in various shirts that we acquired. And uh, that was one yeah. of our fastest overall shoots yeah. ever. Where did yeah. uh, where did all those shirts come from? The, the dolly, the matching, the matching shirts, thrifties, actually, thrifty foods. foods. Yeah, they uh, all, all the staff are wearing them, and you can buy them for ten bucks, and the uh, money goes to cops for cancer. So yes. why why the heck not? 
the uh, Matt's hockey jersey, which is an unbranded but clearly Montreal Canadiens jersey, I oh. got at a garage sale. Yeah. Uh, and then Matt has Matt had the hockey helmet, and uh, the I, I believe both the flannel lumberjack shirt and the axe belong to my mother. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then the two. I, I like your mine. your slight variation on the 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 shirtless lumberjack. Yes. The the sexy lumberjack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we figured that the hair on my chest had to show, right? right? right. Because otherwise, there was it, actually it's funny that uh, in the D and D video, um, I got. Uh, they, Scott Rouse, who I was playing in that video, posted on his blog that I wasn't nearly hairy enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty funny. It's uh, I think more countries should have like national anthems for countries are like these. You know, they tend to they make allusions or like talk about you know uh, stuff that will you know will defend its honor, will do all this stuff. I think more national anthems should just be like. Our country rocks. Your country sucks. Suck it. You know. Yeah. You like suck. a school fight song. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Or, or like yeah, or like a football song, or like a you know yeah. a drinking song. Well, I should American point out. Uh, uh, also appearing in this video is my sister, who was a very last minute addition. It was a series of entertaining phone calls to her that morning as as I realized that I would need more people and more props. I was like, Hey Kate, I just woke up. Uh, okay, Kate. Uh, can you be in the video? No, listen, I just woke up. Yeah, we're shooting in half an hour. Ah, uh, fine. And I'm like, okay. And I phone her right back. Uh, I need you to go to the attic, and when you come over, I need you to bring the beaver puppet. What? What are we filming? It's for Canada Day, whatever. All right, fine. I'll, I'll try and find it. Phone her back minutes later. Uh, also, bring the axe. <laughs> and ask Dad if he has a lumberjack shirt. Well, uh, Mom does. Great, fine, bring it. Uh, can you guys pick me up? I don't want to walk down the street with an axe. <laughs> Fine. But of course, she didn't realize that she would be, you know, singing until she actually arrived. Yeah, she's like, wait, what? We're singing? What? I'm like, yeah, you didn't. Oh, didn't I mention that? No. Oh. She says she wants to be in more videos. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so. I, I'm watching it and we're really enthusiastic, and I'm like, boy, some of us can't sing. Yep. It's Mainly okay, just though. Me, as long, I there's mean, a point where it's supposed to be bad. As it's long as you've got enthusiasm. enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah. You know what? It's, I was I was really pleased as well because another thing to note in the when we recorded it ahead of time, obviously in the apartment, and then went across the road to film in the field. Yeah. But we didn't actually bring the music along with us when we recorded. So yeah. I'm, I was actually really pleased with how well that synced up. Actually, what I did is I uh, uh, I actually used the audio from when we oh, really? from from when we were in the field. Yeah, I was gonna like I was gonna overdub us with with what we recorded earlier. But it sounded it actually sounded better no. to just use the audio that we shot on location and then put the music in, which I had to I had to actually not that you can tell, but I had to uh, tweak the music, tweak the the length of the music ever so slightly and make a little weird like three frame lengthening adjustment at one point to make everything sync, but it worked really well. Nice. So I'm happy about that. Nice. And uh, more interesting things you as the viewer will never notice nor appreciate. There's also another secret Easter egg in this video, which uh, no one on the forum has picked up yet. Which is what? Uh, oh! Wait, huh? You know, with the... from the... <laughs> wow. That's really You helpful. can take... Okay, yeah. the, oh, be, the... Jared's yeah. bad at charades. The beaver. 
the beaver. Oh, well, the beaver's from... Oh, yeah, right. From, yes. That's funhouse. Right, yeah. It's the same... The beaver puppet is the same beaver puppet as, uh, as, as is in... Plays Chuck the beaver in Professor's Funhouse, right? Oh, I forgot about that completely. Oh, and You're someone on the forums... terrible for- at charades. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I was doing terrible. puppets. Someone on the forums... Like Jer's hand was in this thing. I thought you were doing duck. Yeah, I thought... Yeah, that's what I thought duck I was, was like, like uh, Someone on the forums uh, asked if that was actually the... Uh, Canada's official O Canada video, which no, 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 it wouldn't be that cheesy if they made. I mean, it'd be cheesy, but it wouldn't be that cheesy. No, it would be. It wouldn't have a Tim Hortons. Right? Yeah, we actually, yeah. we actually saw one that yeah. might might have oh, might have sweet. been the an old original video, and it's just yeah. random landscape shots. Also, yeah. that's not a duck. Yeah, and that's the thing. The reason <laughs> duck. the reason we linger on that quote duck so long is because it's a Canada goose. It's a protected. Yeah. No, it's not. You can blast them out of the sky. Yeah, yeah they're it's not true. protected. Really? They are protected. No, Paul. Oh, there's like a. I ate two of them last year. Really? I thought there was a whole thing. With yeah. They're no, goose are good. Oh. Uh, the story behind that is my roommate's father is an avid hunter. If you ever see him, run away. He <laughs> try to show you his goddamn duck buoys or the fake ducks that he sits out in the ponds. So we can blast more ducks. It is right. the most boring. I, want, it, I, I mean, I love your. I love your father, so Adam. You're a great Canadian, roommate. Canadian geese, though. Yeah, no. Canada I know, like, geese. It's yeah, not Canada geese, yeah. but you can. I know there's like other geese. There's that weird syntax thing. It's not Canadian geese. It's Canada geese. Yeah. It's one Canada goose, two Canada geese. Very strange. But they're yeah, Canada geese are very cool. Anyway, um, they're kind of They're kind of yeah. snippy. Actually. Yeah, actually. Well, it's, they're, they're cool. They're cool them. to look at yeah. from far away. But no, yeah, they start hissing. And, they're they're yeah, pretty ornery as actual. Yeah. Break your leg if they get a good run up yeah. and win. All right. Moving on quickly to uh, what I imagine will be a fairly rapid what we're playing now. Uh, Matt and I have nearly completed Metal Gear Solid 4. It's pretty fucking awesome. Make sure you've played the other games before you play it or you won't appreciate it as much. It is awesome. See, see previous comments. R-E. It's awesome, dude. Uh, Kathleen, what are you playing? I am working on Puzzle Quest again for the second time just to see how badly I can break the game. Uh, the answer, very. How badly you can break the game? Break yes. the game, make it so unbalanced in my favor. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, also, sorry, speaking That's of That's the DS, kind of thing I like to do. I just started because I finally found a copy of Professor Layton in the Curious Village, and it's awesome because I love brain teaser puzzles. And I've been playing too, and uh, it's really, really fun. Have you been playing together? Uh, well, I, I played yeah. and then she started a new game, and I haven't been helping on the ones that I've known. Um, and uh, I've been playing a little bit of Makai Kingdom just to pass the time, which I really, you know, I'm trying. I just don't like the movement system at all. Like, it just bothers me. It's sort of like still... a Disgaea kind of game, isn't it's it? It's a Disgaea kind of game, but instead of moving it in cubes, you have a circle of motion that you can move in. But because it's very, like, fluid and organic, you often end up moving your character into a place where you can't do the attack you're playing to, so you have to cancel your move and go back again, and maybe I'll get better at it, but it's just really annoying. You know that Tactics Advance 2 came out this week, right? For the DS? Yeah. I'll be playing that next time. Yeah. Um, I, well, last time I was on the podcast, like a month ago, I said I, would, I figured I was right at the end of GTA. As it turns out, I was right at the end of GTA. <laughs> and I finished that mission, and I was done. Nice, how was and it? I, what I happened? I won. <laughs> Yay! Without without spoiling it for everyone else. Oh, don't, don't spoil it. I appreciate uh, that. But uh, same complaints as before. By the end of what? the game, the story br- drops off and turns into just another GTA game. Attention, and, Rockstar. Mid mission yeah. checkpoints. Yeah, that too. That's but, sweet. But, number I mean, one complaint: mid mission checkpoints. Well, at, at least after the driving portion. At, well, after after the driving and investigation and whatever. When you get to the hard part. Yeah, make it a before you start, yeah, shooting people. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, I really was disenchanted with the end of GTA, so it's unfortunate. 
uh, didn't. It started off really well, and it ended out ended up like seventy eighty. Um, the sorry, I'm clicking the phone too much. Um, the uh, after that, I have moved on to Blue Dragon, which uh, is is a Japanese RPG for the 360, one of about four. Um, it's better than the other two that I've played, those being Enchanted Arms and Eternal Sonata. And this is um, the one made by a sort of the dream team. This one was made by um, oh, by yeah. Mizuguchi, who was the director of Final Fantasy for ages. It was Sakaguchi. Sakaguchi, Sakaguchi. sorry. Um, and... Uh, uh, Character designed by Akio Toriyama. And, then and music by Nobuo Yamazu. Yeah, who did, did the music. And... Uh, it's interesting because because like because it is that team at the best at the best parts in the game when you're just running around um, in the environment you can kind of like with the music and the visuals you can kind of think it's almost like Chrono Trigger just because it it Ooh. looks because just because the way it looks and the way that it sounds then you get into a combat or something and you realize it's really not um, but it, it's I mean it's it's a Japanese RPG it's grindtastic um, I love those games there's some there. It, it's fantastic for listening to podcasts too, because I can just turn on the podcast and grind for several hours. Um, it's got hilariously bad boss music, which is the lead singer of Deep Purple over Uimatsu's Stratocaster what? guitar. What? Um, awesome. Going like, this is the beginning. Um, it's amazing. Seriously. Yes, it's wow. it's pretty awesome. How would you rank that as compared to? Um... Uh, the music from Sonic and the Secret Rings. It's it's about on par. Ooh. Like, uh, Ow. Sonic and the Secret Rings is like cock rock extreme. It's like... Described in the IGN review as if they got the local winger cover band to come in and lay down some tracks. Yeah, this is this is almost like that. The thing with this one is it's the same song every time. Uh, so, yeah. I don't live know, it, to win it, it, till you die. But I like it, you know? Like, I, I enjoy playing it. It's not as good as, you know, like the Dream Team suggests Chrono Trigger because it is the same team, but it's not nearly as good as Chrono Trigger. Fair enough. Bill, Dota? Yeah. How's it going? Good. Played some people. Nice. As Made who? some people leave today. It was nice. Who were you playing? Uh, I randomed uh, Stealth Assassin, and I was 15 and 0 in 30 minutes. Ouch. Made them all leave. Ouch. Our, our team was 35 to 5. We had 35 kills. They had 5. So, hacker, so were they like, much. oh, hacker, you suck. No, they didn't call me hacker that game, which is nice. They just left. A lot of times they call the hacker, because I can, you know, if you see people missing, you just run away, because you know they're going to come and gank you, you know? And people assume, because map hacking, you can see exactly where people are. Right, right. So map awareness seems like map hacking. So people call me map hacker all the time because of that. But not that game. That game was just, I got a really good character. There was one guy on their team who was really, really bad. And the guy in my lane I thought was stupid just wasn't paying attention attention for the first, like, five seconds. He just walked right past the two guys in our lane and just kept going. And I'm like, is that guy just dumb? And so they both attacked him, and I, you know, tried to fight and help him out, do damage to one of the guys. And then I guess he just realized partway through that he wasn't paying attention and started running back. And then we ended up getting first blood on that one because I had hurt her a whole bunch. It was just, it was just a... And then he ended up being really, really good, the guy in my lane, and we, I was 6-0 and in, like, 10 minutes. <laughs> and then I was like, is it just me and him slaying down here? And then it was, like, our whole team was just working them. <laughs> got a dream team. Yeah, just sometimes it works out like that. Paul, what you got? Uh, I've been playing some more Odin Sphere, and it uh, continues to be spherical. <laughs> you run around in a circle. Yeah, you sure do. And whack things. Uh, that's pretty fun. It's... Uh, it kind of, it's got a little, it's a little bit too full of itself in terms of story. It's like, okay, fine, 
like you have to actually like yeah. load the cutscenes. Right. It's like loading, loading, chunk. Here's a cutscene. And then loading, loading, loading. Here's another cutscene. Except this is not actually a cutscene because you have to walk around yourself. But you can only you the only thing you yeah. can do is talk to everybody. <laughs> so you just have to do that. And then your dad's that, huge. And then you leave. Your dad is huge. So that kind of makes up for it. Uh, I also I got um, I was reading about something and it started me thinking about uh, Darwinia. And so I got oh, yeah. I was like, oh man, that was a fun game. And so I installed that and started playing that some more. It's a really really fun. It's it's it, I assume it's about like evolving or something. Well, it, no, it's like a whole like you're like inside a computer. It's like it's it's there. It's the idea is that it's like uh, an artificial life thing inside a computer. But it's basically what it ends up being is an RTS. Uh, but it's like a really really stripped down RTS. Like you can, it's just strategic instead of like you can create guys whenever you want. Uh, but you have a limited number of guys that you can create. And it's sort of, it has a really nice. It's just sort of like a really uh, a really simple. RTS and you get kind of some of the same management abilities, but without having to deal with you know resources, resource, resources and you know really complex stuff. And so it's a, it's fun. It's, nice. it's and it has really really good really cool graphics. Not good graphics, but really spiffy. They're all Tron style vector graphics. Sweet. James. Nothing. Nothing. Moving on. Askler, which is gonna be short this week because we're all desperately hungry. Not me. I can go for hours. <laughs> Roland asks, my wife, who is well, a medieval historian, asks... Well, the thing you can do, ask <laughs> Okay. And let... Wait. We already had this question. No, we haven't. I I brought, I talked to you about it one day. Oh, really? Because I skipped forward, and I was like, that's an interesting question. Oh, okay. This is where we... Oh, are. really? Okay, so, Roland asks, on behalf of his wife, who is a medieval historian, endless paper cuts, i.e. a new one every half second until you bleed to death, or... Chinese water droplet torture on the top of your head until the constant force of the water breaks your skin and you bleed to death. Um, medieval Water. historian, is that, are you saying that endless paper cuts was, was a method of killing people? Paper was really expensive back well, then. Yeah. You bleed to death either way, so I'm going to go with the Chinese droplet thing, because yeah. so, yeah. no yeah. way would yeah. I handle no. the paper cuts. Yeah. What if the, the droplet thing, and then your head was also in a cage, and then had rats? That's you know. not the part of the question. <laughs> yeah, you're adding shit now. That would you're, just, you're just talking about Brazil. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, that's another Chinese water that they put your head in a basket above the water so the rats can eat your face while yeah. you're still alive. Yeah, that sounds sweet, and you can't do anything, right? I, I don't think I want to have that. You know happen. what? I was looking up torture on the internet one day because I was clearly bored and deranged. <laughs> Apparently, and I was Wikipedia like, torture? "What the fuck is wrong with people?" Basically, if I'm you can, I'm becoming a cat. That's kind yeah. of what I said after. It's that. the if you want to, like, the, the concise thing of torture, especially, like, the Middle Ages torture, is basically I'll take the find, find a delicate person on a place on a person's body and stick something pointy there. <laughs> yep. Make their life incredibly sh- unpleasant for the, for the remaining time. For the remaining... Yeah. The, yes. the, we'll take the, a rope with a big knot on it and whack some guy in the balls. Yeah. That works, apparently. Right. Reverse Matt asks... Not on James Bond. Graham, you are clearly a master of the ancient art of accents. What accents are your favorite? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I like British sort of, yeah, various sort of British ones. I guess because they sort of come naturally because of my mom. My mom actually can do a surprising array of European accents. Maybe that's where I get it from. I was actually just talking to Matt. It's not an accent, but I was talking to Matt today that I really want an excuse to bust out my Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget impression. Because <laughs> I really like that one. I'll get you next time, Gadget. It's really good. I like yeah. that one a lot. Uh, to, to, for, uh, do you to, have to do that with your head? I do. I have to do my neck at a weird angle to get to sort of constrict the thing, the uh, the 
the throat weirdly. In uh, another funny story, uh, a lot of people assume I'm good at accents because I can do a New Zealand accent. It was just because I was born there. I'm actually the worst at accents. I'm I was trying bad. to impersonate a Texan, and all I could do was Australian. The, the follow-up question from Vaughn is to the other members. What are your favorite accents, and what can you pull off? That would be just Australian. You should bust out some Australian. I need something to read. I can't do it. Just, you know. Okay, well, someone else go, and I'll find you something. I like to pull out a little bit of the Cockney. Actually, um, here we go. Which is not too bad. Um, okay, Kathleen's going to read the, uh, the, the thing from the, the chop and chop flexible cutting board. Oh, dear. Um, <coughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> You're on the spot now. If this takes, uh, can we cut this out of the podcast if I take a couple of shots? Sure, sure. Usually I'm drunk when I do this. <laughs> All right. No, I'm too embarrassed. <laughs> uh, well, moving on, Bill, what can you do? Nothing. The, yeah. I'm the worst in yeah. accents. I have Same one. I don't do it's accents. Bad. Maybe dumb voices, but not dumb voices. But everybody does dumb voices. My my strategy with accents is you just you I I append terrible to the beginning so I can do terrible French, <laughs> uh, terrible German. Your, your French is pretty terrible. And and, and terrible Russian. That, those are my those are my three and all of which have been featured in various. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like in in Iron Man you were doing your generic Eastern. Oh yeah European yeah there's this sort of yes oh, yeah Mr. Stark. Yeah there's yes. yeah generic Eastern European but it's it's always. Uh, my versions of accents is always um, based on uh, other like comedians or other people doing those same kinds of accents, <laughs> yeah. and it's, and so over like several generations. So, I'm my accents tend to be it's not actually what people from there sound like; it's what everyone else uses as the shorthand for what those people sound like. Nice. Can I, one more. And so you're basically you can do stereotypes, not accents. Yeah, yes, the stereotypical. Yeah. I tend to be actually quite good at um, getting like, uh, you know, like I, I was in French immersion for quite a long time, so I can do I can do like the, uh, you know, the different ways of actually pronouncing letters and stuff, and, and you're rolling R's and all that stuff. But the actual, yeah, the the actual like making it sound like it's from a specific place, no. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I can, I can copy people too. Like, I, if I hear somebody say something in an accent, I can say it again quite closely, but I can't say anything else in that accent. Mm. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. yeah, one more. Uh, the speak and spell slash Tron accent. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. I don't know speak and spell is a nationality. Welcome to Tron. That wasn't incredibly good, but speak and spell. Spell it. Level one. <laughs> Level three. Are you proud of Sally? <laughs> she's, she's so proud. All right. You gonna go oh, for it? Oh. I'll try it. Okay. Go for it. Go does, for that, it. does that paper have writing on it, or is it just blank no, paper? This is all blank paper. I can find you something else. Uh, let me see here. What's How about read, read the next question? Oh. Read the next mm-hmm. question in, in accent. Sure. Toss uh, it to me. No, I just need something to start me off, right? I can't think. I can't think and think of the accent at the same time. So I'm going to be reading special topics in calamity physics. Moving to a random page. I stood up, my knees stiff, and turned on the flashlight. I hated the seedy light. No, I'm just doing a really bad job of it. I'm really... No, no, it's not bad. Uh, It's subtle, which is nice. It's it's not like the the crikey, g'day, mate. It's it's an actual Australian accent. Yeah, the problem being that I've known Australians, and I know they don't actually sound like that. I hated the seedy light the flashlight made. I felt as if it was shining into an orgy of trees, gaunt, naked bodies, crowding together to hide themselves. Little by little, I began to proceed in what I guessed was the direction Henna had gone. 
Hooray. I like so, it. The point being, I can do an Australian, but I need a, a prompt. I can't do yeah. New Zealand because I can't actually hear it well enough because it sounds like regular talking to me. Right. And New yeah. Zealand accents are different than Australian. It's yes. like Canadian oh, yeah, yeah. as to yeah, American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You don't want to get it wrong. Kins to ask. No, that's a little awkward. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to ask two questions. One, are you going to sell the Shrieking Explosive Diarrhea uh, t-shirt? No. Not right Possibly. Now? Not immediately. Well, a lot of people were like, hey, yeah. you know, yeah. we actually mocked up a shirt design for it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so... But uh, you can only get it in brand. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, this was for my friend. You don't, have to, you don't have to say that your friend asked the question. It's okay. We're all... Yeah, we believe. We know that's just a lie. We're all friends. Yeah, we yeah. do know that's a lie, too. Now that GTA 4 is out, are you going to make any Machinima with it? Oh, oh uh, that's a good question. Could do. It's entirely sure. possible. Your character in GTA 4 is not quite as customizable as in other no, games. True. Yeah. You can't make him different characters. Yeah. Do you make him get fat? And... No. 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 Nor can you change his hair. Tech 197 asks... You can't, you can't change his hair? No. You, you can't can... give him a haircut? You can give him hats, though. Uh-huh. Do you have to go work out? Yeah. Tech 197 asks, Do you ever plan on doing the cocktail challenge, judging seriously, guys? It's been almost <laughs> nine months. Oh, yeah. Really? The what no, challenge? I, been, I thought it's been way longer than I thought it was months. way longer than that. The cocktail challenge is having a baby. We have at least, yeah, we have What's the challenge? Um, we challenge? We asked him to, to come up with, with a shot based, like, named sh- after... Like a cocktail. Yeah, like a cocktail or a shot or something named after something from Loading Ready Run. They invented right. a bunch of stuff, and we picked... We picked, like, five or six. Picked pick five or six that we were actually going to try and then give a rank to the winner. Never and did that. Never, never did. I think the ingredients was a kind of an issue there. His next question was... Yeah, lazy. <laughs> what's your yeah. personal... Uh, uh, what What is your personal thou shalt not, as inspired by thou shalt always kill by a scroobious pip? So, like, what's 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 one personal commandment of yours? I'm a pretty big fan of thou shalt not kill. I mean, no, 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 but, like, one in addition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. Thou shalt not put onions on my pizza. Hate that. <laughs> I, really? Because mine's like, thou shalt put onions on everything. Yeah, <laughs> well, just this is food again. This is where you and I disagree. Oh, I sorry. You guys true. have to actually have a crusade now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, my the onion crusade it could be called. My personal commandment is, thou shalt not squish any bugs or spiders unnecessarily. <laughs> What's necessary? Uh, if they're crawling on me, it's Squishville. <laughs> uh, if they're just in my house, they get thrown out the window. Mm. Because I, I, I don't like killing insects. Iceberg1972 asks an interesting question, considering we have Kathleen here, which is good, and we also have Tally here on the other side of the room, which is, why do the, quote, women of Loading Ready Run, with the exception of the fairly regular Kathleen, appear so rarely in the videos? <laughs> I live in Vancouver. Um... We don't write many scripts that require females. We try. One. We try. We try to remain mysteriously in the shadows. <laughs> I don't know it if you can hear it, Tally, but they, Occasional presences are they prefer to remain mysterious, is what she's saying. I think another big reason is it's hard enough to organize the seven of us guys and, you know, to, to try to fit other people's schedules into it. Like, we know each other, we see each other every week. The girls aren't around as often. I think that's just a huge And year. also, it's, it it's like... It's like, hey, are you free now? Yeah. <laughs> but wait, like, when it comes right down to it, it's, it is the eight of us who get together, meet regularly, talk about stuff, and, you know, so we sort of come up with, with ideas and whatnot with ourselves yeah, in mind. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. yeah. And, well, and it's, you know, when you're writing, it's a fundamental thing, right, where you, you, write, you write what you know, for the right? Re- you know. Well, and for the so you write, that you have. And, yeah. you're, and you're also, you're, I'm like, I, 
when I'm doing it, like I know sort of how I will act to something and how, you know, this uh, I'm good way of doing it. It's sort of a way to everyone can react in the way that they sort mm -hmm. of expect. Yeah. And we're used to it. Does that mean what you know of me is being useful? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. That's what I know yeah. of you. But oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. But, um, it's we're uh, we try, you know, to it's because of that. Uh, like we, we we try whenever possible to make roles that girls end up doing not be the role that has to be a girl because it wouldn't work otherwise. As an example, recently, uh, the Metal Gear Solid 4 video, uh, Laura sent me a message, was like, hey, if you guys are doing any videos, and, you know, I'm free for the next couple of weeks, let me know. And we're looking, looking at Metal Gear Solid 4 video and, and thinking, there's absolutely no reason why Snake's assistant, also auditioning people, can't, can't be a woman. Yeah. It, was, it didn't have a gender assigned to it in the script, so it was like, that, sure, why not? You can do this part. But, you know, frequently we're just like, all right, so James, you do this guy, Morgan, you do this guy, yeah, you do this guy. To be, being guys, we assume everyone else is guys for some dumb reason. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and, you sort of naturally default to guy, but yeah. it's, uh, in a lot of cases, what we're writing is not actually gender-specific. I, I think yeah. the short answer to this question is patriarchy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, tr we, we try to keep everybody else down is really, is really yeah, yeah. how it works. Do you see any... Uh, we don't have any ethnic minorities uh, in our yeah, group either. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> God. Um, this is why so. my friend Aida will never be in a video. A girl and a minority? Not for loading ready run. No, indeed. Uh, that question was about Indiana Jones release night, so that's already passed. Melon Dwyer asks, what else has loading ready run considered in order to raise additional money? Well, Paul's kidneys are plump and firm. I have to try So send a self-addressed stamped envelope to me. Yeah. With the... <laughs> Uh, Self-addressed, stamped, cooler. Yeah, I need more than the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I do not guarantee their condition when they arrive, <laughs> just when they leave. Especially Would you consider taking money in exchange for making a video on a particular topic? Yes. 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 In fact, that that is actually the our response to question one, is we're trying to, to do more of yeah. that. So, uh, let's see where we're at right now. 37 minutes. I'm okay with one more question, and then we can call it for the evening. Smeghead asks... Good way to end it. If you could choose to introduce a made-up animal or creature from a game or story into the real world, what would it be? Chocobo. Chocobos are pretty yep. cool. Chocobos are cool. But they apparently um, smell real bad. Psyduck. Yeah, I was... I was, I was my mind no went straight to Pokemon. Yeah, my, my mind <laughs> went straight to Pokemon. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. So the answer here is more mudkips? <laughs> Dragon? For some Dragon reason, be cool. For Dragon. some reason, the first thing I thought of was the, the yeah. tropical penguin. Actually, from, no. I don't know what even... It's from some anime that I don't even know, remember what anime uh, it's from. But it's like a Evangelion. penguin. Yeah, yeah. A penguin with, like, feathers on it. Or yeah, okay, like, okay, okay. Can I rescind my Chocobo answer and say either Prinny. Oh, God. Oh, Prinny. But they explode. That would be so, <laughs> that would be so awesome. <laughs> or Moogle. Because I could be like, Moogles all the time and just run up to them and cuddle them on the street. Except the problem is Moogles are not animals, right? They're like, um, They're stop cuddling me. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Smeghead asks, I came up with the question as, or sorry, Smeghead explains, I came up with the question as I was playing Final Fantasy XII and started to think it was so sad that there were no Moogles in uh, real life. Ah! <laughs> Me and you, Smeghead, let's yeah, Smegheads you know, together. Moogles, but like, you know, wearing a hat and going into work and like working and at a desk job. If and I stuff. worked with Moogles, no matter what they did, even if it was my boss, I would come in every single day and be like, <laughs> Moogle Jim! Moogle, Moogle, Moogle! 
Moogle and, and then, like, then, I'm your boss, I'm fine. You're like, I don't care. Then you'd end up with Moogle activist groups. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, thinking, yeah. Stop why not like orcs now? or something yeah. evil so we all have something to rally against and it's obviously that they're bad dudes, you know? Mm. See? Moogles. Nice. Mm. Ents would be pretty cool. Ooh, Ents. Ents. Yeah. Then again. They make logging really fun. Yeah, yeah. Canada. <laughs> yeah. Friend, the logging industry in Canada is kind of important. So maybe, yes. maybe, maybe not <laughs> like, Ents. Yeah. They kind of rock. I'm going to go lumberjacking and he never was seen again. Wookie. My favorite scene in, in Star Wars, I always remember the thing with Han Solo. Not Ewoks, in, not Ewoks. Han Solo <laughs> in, in when he's in Jabba's prison with Jabba's. Chewbacca. And there's the thing where he's like he's like blinded after the um, carbonite. The carbonite. Right. And so he's lying there with Chewbacca and Chewbacca's with there. He's like, man, I wish I had a Wookiee friend <laughs> <laughs> I could cuddle up to. He, he's so warm and cozy. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, and with that, uh, we present... With homoerotic Wookiee musings. Yes, we, we present our better improved podcast, which I think the idea was to... Uh, Sing something? Not gonna happen. This podcast, podcast is rad. This podcast I'm so hungry. This podcast <laughs> kicks ass. Let's get some fucking dinner before I kill you and nibble on your bones and make my bread from them. Um, That's ten, tentative, tentative anthem for the podcast. Yeah, we're, we're made, made it a little bit. Of a <laughs> we'll get back to you on that next week. Bye.